Good evening, everyone. You know, when you look outside today, you may be tempted to think that it's already midnight. Actually, it's not yet. So don't think of going to sleep right now, okay? Still have a few hours before that happens. Every second son of the month, it's also known as our 10, 10 mass. So every second son of the month at 5 p.m., at this time exactly, we always have mass, which is for the teens. And as you see them serving, proclaiming, earwaming, because we, we, we try to bring the kids into our church to get, assume new roles. And today is one of those masses, the, life, the teen masses. And we're always very grateful for those teens who step up to lead this liturgy. And also today, as you know, we have the commitment. Our seventh graders, they're here to tell you, the entire community, that yes, we are here to begin our journey to confirmation. And in telling us that they're asking us for our prayers, but also to help them on this journey. That's why they're here with their parents, because you know the parents, you are the first teachers. So you with your child, you're coming for the church saying, yes, we are beginning this journey today. So, and as our role as Christians is to pray for them, to encourage them that once they are sealed with the Holy Spirit, now they start witnessing to Christ in their lives and their friends. So today, as we hear the readings, really, if you paid attention, we are in Gospel of Matthew, chapter 25 and 26. It talks about the end times. This tells us about that the church here is coming to an end soon. That's why we've been hearing all these things. That should give us an idea that Advent is coming very soon. So today in the first reading, we hear about uh, wisdom, being personified as a person. One of the things that I do around the church here, I spend the day running up and down doing different things. And one of the ways I relax myself, I go into the school, especially the young school, young classes, the preschool and kindergarten. And they are really very relaxing if you listen to their conversation. One time I was running by, then I stopped in the class, and the teacher was teaching them about how to get to heaven. Now, these little kids, they're very listening attentively. So at the end, the teacher asked them, okay, so kids, how do you get to heaven? They all kept quiet. I said, that was a good lesson. So then the teacher asked them, okay, if I sell my house, I sell my car, and I give all this money to the church, do I go to heaven? People said, no. Okay. So then you said, if I spend all my days sitting in church praying, does that get me to heaven? They said, no. Then she asked, what if I am so nice to animals, I give candy to kids, does that take me to heaven? The kids said, no. Then he asked, so how do I get to heaven? So one of the small rascals stood up and said, you're going to be dead first. The good news with us will never be dead fast to experience heaven. So that's why today in the first reading, the Book of Wisdom, which was written around 100 BC, so it's written to the Jews who are living in Egypt, in Alexandria. So they are far away from home and living in this nation with so many other tribes and regions. So in this, they begin admiring 
the philosophies of, and the wisdoms of these pagan prophets and kings. So as they get hooked into this, the writer sends them this reading and sends them, hey guys, wait a minute. We have the greatest wisdom, which is written in our scripture. And this wisdom is also the divine wisdom. So, before you admire those philosophies, first go back to the basics. That's why he's telling them today that this wisdom has been manifest. The wisdom we're talking about is God himself, who decides and willingly reveals himself to all of us. And, and our part is telling us we should make it our obligation to seek wisdom. That's why as we begin our seventh graders, I'm telling you, as I tell everyone else, that growing in faith never stops. So the more you grow in age, make sure your faith is also growing. Otherwise, somewhere you may end up being stagnant. So as you advance in age, in knowledge, you should also advance in your relationship with God. Because the more you learn about your God, the more you experience your God, the more God allows you to encounter God. So that's why the Book of Wisdom is referring to us today. It's telling us God has revealed himself and wants us to search him. That's why Isaiah 55, verse 6 to 7, he says, Seek the Lord when he can still be found. So there is a moment whereby he's telling us the moment is not yesterday. It's not the past. It's not the future. It is the now. We always want to live in the past. We always have people say, oh, the good old days. What about the good present days? The good days to come. So he's reminding us in searching for God, the moment is now and today. And we should never get tired of searching God. In the book we hear today in the gospel, Jesus gives this parable. Because this conversation is about the end times, so he uses the parable of these virgins to tell us the story that we should always be prepared. At every moment of our lives, we should have a good standing with our God. So the story tells about this wedding, actually, this is how the wedding used to happen in Palestine back, back in the days. Because the wedding was never a private event. The whole village took part in the wedding celebration. So when he says, at midnight, the groom showed up, the time they never expected, that's how it was, that the groom came to the bride's house to pick up the bride. And he showed up at any time he wanted. So there was no timetable when he was going to show up. So you just have to be ready when he shows up. And when they were taking the bride, the whole village lined up on the road to wish the bride blessings in, his new, in her new life. And also so that the bridal party had to be ready to go in the procession. So Jesus used the stories of the time, the activities of the time, to give us a lesson. He says we should always keep ourselves prepared. Now, as we know, all of us, that oil in the Bible represents the Holy Spirit. Oil in the Bible represents the Holy Spirit. He's asking us that the other foolish ones ran out of oil. They gave up. The Holy Spirit 
was diminishing. So it's our role to keep our candles burning. The fire of the Holy Spirit must be burning all the time. So in the reading, Jesus is reminding us two things. One, some things in life can never be borrowed. You can't borrow someone's Elvis Holy Spirit. You have yours. You can't borrow some things. You can't borrow someone's relationship with God to be yours. It has to be yours. You can't borrow someone else's faith. It has to be your faith. That's the first lesson teaching us today. The second, some things cannot be attained at the last minute. It has to be an ongoing preparation, an ongoing doing. Don't say, towards the end, I may jump in there. There's only one person who did that, the good thief. The one who did that. But he's telling us, oh, it's not always that way. So, as a challenge, he's telling us, God reveals himself to us at his own time. At his own time, he reveals himself to us. But our role is to open up our hearts and search him. And the best way to come closer to Christ is through the Eucharist. That's the highest way can come in connect Christian without Christ. Says, I come to meet you. How do you come to receive him, to meet him? Because he has been searching for you, and now says, I'm here for you. So as we begin today, this general preparation, which never ends, once you are confirmed, the journey continues to grow in faith. God is asking us, look in your lives and ask yourself, is my lamp still full? Is the Holy Spirit still active in my life? And as for you, my friends, as you begin this journey, always remember, loving God and loving your neighbors is a primary role that can never be compromised. So go out there and touch people's lives. If you're in college, get out of those dormitories, go touch someone's life. Not now with COVID, okay? We know the restrictions. But under normal circumstances, go touch someone's life with your hands, with your actions. And then you'll know what it means, serving God through others. I ask the community now today, please, we're going to pray for our brothers and sisters as they, as they begin their journey that God may fill them with the Holy Spirit to discern and become what God is calling them to be on the mission of them being the church. The Lord be with you.